Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Luke chapter 17. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we are not worthy of what you have done for us. You are so great. You are so kind. You've given us far beyond what we could imagine. Thank you. We thank you for Jesus, for forgiving our sins. We thank you for the care you take for us each day and how you've been doing all these things long before we looked for you, that you were doing everything to make it possible for us to serve you. Thank you. Amen. Luke 17. And he said to his disciples, It is impossible for causes for stumbling not to come, but woe to him through whom they come. It would be better for him if a millstone is placed around his neck and he is thrown into the sea than that he causes one of these little ones to sin. Be concerned about yourselves. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in a day, and seven times he returns to you saying, I repent, you must forgive him. And the apostles said to the Lord, Increase our faith. So the Lord said, If you have faith like a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it would obey you. And which of you who has a slave plowing or shepherding sheep who comes in from the field will say to him, Come here at once and recline at the table. Will he not rather say to him, Prepare something that I may eat and dress yourself to serve me while I eat and drink, and after these things you will eat and drink? He will not be grateful to the slave because he did what was ordered, will he? Thus you also, when you have done all the things you were ordered to do, say, We are unworthy slaves. We have done what we were obligated to do. And it happened that while traveling toward Jerusalem, he was passing through the region between Samaria and Galilee. And as he was entering into a certain village, ten men met him, lepers, who stood at a distance. And they raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And it happened that as they were going, they were cleansed. But one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, and he fell on his face at his feet, giving thanks to him, and he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, Were not ten cleansed? And where are the nine? Was no one found to turn back and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Get up and go on your way. Your faith has saved you. Now, when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God does not come with things that can be observed, nor will they say, Behold, here it is, or there, for behold, the kingdom of God is in your midst. And he said to the disciples, Days will come when you will desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you will not see it. And they will say to you, Behold there, behold here. Do not go out or run after them, for just as the lightning shines forth, flashing from one place under heaven to another place under heaven, so the Son of Man will be in his day. But first, it is necessary for him to suffer many things and to be rejected by this generation. 
And just as it was in the days of Noah, so also it will be in the days of the Son of Man. They were eating, they were drinking, they were marrying, they were being given in marriage, until the day Noah entered into the ark, and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, just as it was in the days of Lot, they were eating, they were drinking, they were buying, they were selling, they were planting, they were building. But on the day that Lot went out from Sodom, it rained fire and sulfur from heaven and destroyed them all. It will be just the same on the day that the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, whoever is on the housetop and his goods are in the house must not come down to take them away. And likewise, the one who is in the field must not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever seeks to preserve his life will lose it, but whoever loses it will keep it. I tell you that in that night there will be two in one bed. One will be taken and the other will be left. There will be two women grinding at the same place. One will be taken and the other will be left. And they answered and said to him, Where, Lord? So he said to them, Where the dead body is, there also the vultures will be gathered. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. Chapter 17 starts with Jesus teaching about attitudes that we should have. He starts talking about not causing our brother to stumble. Too often we want to think about our rights. Jesus says we need to be doing what is best for the little ones, which includes forgiving them when they sin against us, and involves rebuking them when that is needed. So our attitude must not be selfish, but thinking about others. Jesus says that if we have faith, nothing is impossible. He illustrates that by saying we could tell a tree to plant itself in the sea. That is an impossible thing. So, when we are up against impossibilities, we need to pray in faith. We should never have the attitude that something is impossible. Jesus tells a parable about a slave who shouldn't expect thanks from his master after he has worked hard all day and done everything he was told to do. Jesus says that we should have that humble attitude. We should not think that we are earning points with God or that God owes us. Then Luke tells us the story of the ten lepers who were cleansed, and only one comes back to give thanks. And that man was a Samaritan, not a Jew. The point is that we should have an attitude of thankfulness with God. If we put all of these right attitudes together, we can see that they are the opposite of selfishness. If we are selfish, we don't think about others. We think what we are doing is earning us something. We aren't thankful, and we don't understand that the true power is in God and not in us. Then the Pharisees ask when the kingdom of God will come. Jesus says, The kingdom of God is in your midst. The kingdom is best seen with eyes of faith. The kingdom is where people are serving the king. This leads to a discussion of Jesus' return. I believe this is talking about Jesus' return bringing the final judgment. Jesus compares it to the flood of Noah and the destruction of Sodom in the days of Lot. Jesus says we must not turn back like Lot's wife. I think the issue with Lot's wife was that her heart was with Sodom. Jesus indicates that this coming will be obvious by describing it like a lightning bolt across the night sky in verse 24 and gathered vultures in verse 37. And now for a deeper dive. If only we could have the humble attitude that God wants. If we truly understand that we are God's servants, then we understand that we have a purpose 
And that purpose is to serve God, not ourselves. We serve God by serving others. And God will give us everything we need to do that serving. Sometimes it will hurt and cost us. In 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9, Paul says, But watch out, lest somehow this right of yours becomes a cause for stumbling to the weak. We cannot stand on our rights. We have to help the weak. But remember, what God has given us is so much greater than we can give. We should be thankful, because we can never repay. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.